0: Sponsored by Expressway. With MyExpressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie, or at our ticket machines in stations.
1: Welcome to Senior Times Travel Pot, in association with travel department another year another decision to make where to next well with me today is Claire Doherty she's product and operations director with travel department and she has some ideas for you including something new called unique small group tours unique small group tours tell me about them
0: Okay, so uh, we have developed a, a, a new um, group of tours based on some of the feedback that we've gotten from customers who would maybe like a, a, a smaller group experience. So it's a maximum size of 30, whereas our, our regular tours could be a full 50-seater coach. But not only that, we've included some sort of special little experiences that you, you can only do when you're a smaller group.
1: Right, so it's not just about them being smaller, there's extra features as well?
0: Exactly, Yes. Um, so you know I can give sort of some ideas so we have a Jewels of India tour which does similar uh, stops to what our regular uh, Splendors of India tour does so they go to Delhi, Agra, Jaipur, Jodhpur, Udaipur. and um, but we do little things like instead of just visiting the Taj Mahal you go to the Taj Mahal in the evening and you watch the sunset over the Taj Mahal while having a cup of tea kind of a hot tea with locals that kind of thing so it's just that little bit extra, mm-hmm. as opposed to just doing what everybody else does and going into the Taj Mahal. Um, and then, you know, you, you have a visit to the private quarters of the royal family in the former royal residence in what was the Maharaja's city palace. Um, and so, again, it's you're going into the section that are only for sort of small private tours. It's not where the general public go. So just a little bit exciting. And actually, one one thing that that's... I really love on that tour is you go on a sort of a jeep safari which is great and you go visit local villages but after that you actually have your typical Rajasthani dinner with one of the members of the royal family uh, who owns fort chanwa uh, so it's all these kind of you know really interesting out of the way diff- different things that you're not going to get first certainly if you do it yourself um but uh, you know even on our standard tours Something special,
1: like you said, unique. And are these, um, are you operating these in parallel with your existing tours? Yes. It, yep. So they're not replacements for, they're... No,
0: they're just another option for people who've maybe done, so even our uh, Lake Garda, Lake Como, Tuscany, which are our absolute kind of, you know, the standard tours that the majority of our customers have done with us at least once, and we get a lot of repeat customers doing those again and again, so we have created kind of unique small groups even in those areas where people who have maybe done it a few times but would like to do something a little little extra or a little different. Uh, they can experience that, but going to the same areas that they like travelling to. You know, we have a good few long haul, like I mentioned, India there. But we also have new ones, like we have one of the highlights of Flanders and Belgian beers. So you're going to Brussels uh, for a few nights and Bruges for a few nights. But in that, you're visiting a couple of towns, but you are visiting a brewery, and you're going to make some of your own Belgian chocolate. Uh, as well as doing kind of standard um, sort of city tours and and, uh, dinners out and that kind of thing. So that's proved to be very popular.
1: So that's the nature of the uh, unique small group tours. Are you going in on a toe-in-the-water basis or are you going in baldy, as it were?
0: We're going in fairly baldy. We have about, I think, 16, 17 sort of itineraries, some already on sale, uh, some in the works. Um, And it is very much a mix of short haul, long haul, and we have sort of gone a bit hell for leather. And, and you know, we, we have gotten feedback and we, we very much listen to customer feedback. And we've had a few people say it nice if it was a slightly smaller group. We've taken that on board and just gone that little bit further and done that little bit extra that you can do when it is a smaller group. Sponsored by Expressway. With MyExpressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations.
1: Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting Daro.ie. Daro, make friends with innovation. Well, I should say to uh, uh, listeners, first of all, you don't have to remember any of this because at the end of this interview, I will give you details of how to get hold of the travel department brochure, which uh, has details of all these holidays. Yeah,
0: it doesn't have all the details of everything. Obviously, everything can be found on our
1: website. Enough Um, to get you interested.
0: Enough to to whet the appetite for sure. Absolutely. And
1: and give you an idea of what we're offering. Okay, so give us an idea of the range.
0: Okay, so I I mentioned there our sort of our Flanders tour and India, um, and then something very different. We have a tour called uh, Little Boats of the Algarve. so we already do a, a train, a train to the Pyrenees itinerary, um, and it, it has taken up very, very well. So we thought we'd do something again, a little bit different. So staying in the Algarve and Vilamoura, but you do lovely coastal sailing on a traditional sailing boat on one of the days. So that's something kind of very different going along the.
1: Yeah. Coastal waters,
0: um, and then you kind of do a regular day visit to Tavira, which is a beautiful, beautiful town in that area. And then you also do a, a very different boat trip on uh, the river Guadina. So, you know, you're, you're getting a beautiful coastal kind of boat trip and then a, a river boat trip as part of your sort of visit down to the Algarve, which is always a popular place for people to go to. But I would imagine most people who have gone down there. Haven't done those. No, it you know, tends
1: to be uh, the same things usually uh, Well, golf being the thing that comes first yes. to mind with the Algarve But yeah, I mean a different kind of experience on the Algarve. Why not? It's a beautiful place Absolutely, it's easy to
0: get to It's a short flight. It's you know, it's not particularly expensive So that's that's something, you know, like I said, they're all very unique and um, we also then have on the, the complete other side of the scale um, South Korea
1: Now that's interesting
0: which is proving to be very popular. We already have quite a few bookings for this. It is a stunning country.
1: The idea of Korea as a tourist destination, that's that's a fairly new one on me, I must say.
0: It is, but it has, in the last few years, it has absolutely boomed. And, and they are very well, um, they cater for it very well. You know, they are set up for tourism. It's not like some of the areas that are kind of coming up, you know, we do sort of tourist places like Albania, which you kind of have to say to people in advance, look, it's not really ready for tourism yet, but actually, they are
1: well. Let's focus for a moment so, on, on Korea, actually, yes. as it as it is new. What does Korea have to offer?
0: And um, so, uh, you arrive into Seoul, and we do a, a typical city, you know, city tour of Seoul and getting to know that area. But then we visit. Um, there's there's some UNESCO heritage sites. There's one called Kwasyong Fortress, which is one of the last.
1: That sounded pretty good. That pronunciation. Well, thank you. you sure Absolutely, locals
0: would not agree. Kwasyong. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: Uh, I'd say the people in Korea are probably uh, a shame, but you know (laughs) I can't be an expert at everything. Um, So that's one of the last walled fortresses in Korea, so it's really, really interesting visit. Mm. Um, And again kind of very cultural away from the big city, you know, something a little bit different. And we visit some of the local villages that are sort of still have very traditional thatched homes and are sort of, you know, based out in very rural areas and some of the homes are 500 years old so real experience to kind of see this side of the world that very few people have seen and I think that's that's part of the draw for it is that you know people are very much getting to the frame of mind now where they want to go places that they have not been before, these one-off places, these bucket list things. You know, we travel so much now. People see so much. They go on holidays two, three times a year. And, you know, it gets to the point where you run out of, of places to go and you want to see something really different.
1: Absolutely, but to open up a whole new and very major destination yeah. like Korea, that is that is interesting. I mean, I mean obviously, countries like um, uh, Cambodia and Vietnam are almost, you know, to put it bluntly, old hat it, They are. Stage. I mean,
0: that's, you know, it, they, that used to be really, really exotic. Whereas now if somebody says, oh, I'm going to Vietnam, it's sort of a bit like somebody saying, I'm going to Spain. It, it, people do it It's,
1: it's just a bucket on, a, list. on a normal yeah.
0: holiday or they, you know, they backpack it when they're younger or it is, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, those destinations are fantastic. But, you know, a lot of people have been there. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. It's because they are great. But to go somewhere like South Korea, that's just very much, I don't know very many people have been there. But I know a lot of people who are planning to go there. No,
1: Hopefully and if I did know now. anybody who had been there, almost certainly it would be for business reasons rather than for tourism reasons. That's, that's to me, that's very interesting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and then Seoul is a, is a big, huge, you know, kind of oh, absolutely. city in its own right. Mm. But coming outside of that and going to the villages and, you know, one of our visits is that we visit the Buddhist temples and you get to see all of that. Um, but there's a, there's a skywalk that we include that is 365 metres above, above one of the beaches, and that's, again, something, you know, you kind of think the mountains and the villages and the rural and then suddenly you're actually doing something which I think is quite a modern thing to kind of go on a, a skywalk over a cliff's edge and that kind of thing. So they they have all of these, this complete mixture of mm. very traditional and, and quite modern things. And there's a, a the, the high-speed train is part, part of the itinerary going back from Busan, Busan to Seoul, um, which is an experience again in itself uh, if you've never done it. Um, and we also do a visit to the DMZ zone, which is obviously the army-run area between sort of north and south, and they give you a bit of a... So that's part of, yeah. I guess...
1: Possibly not an attractive brilliant. thing about Korea, but certainly a fascinating it's thing fascinating, about Korea. Absolutely, yeah. 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 It's, a,
0: it's a bit like when people sort of you know visit the north and the old borders here. It's, it's that kind of a... It is a huge part of, I would like to say, their history, I guess, even their current...
1: Now, changing scene for a moment, did somebody mention Costa Rica? Yes. please tell me about costa rica because that's somewhere that is absolutely on my bucket list i haven't been there i don't know anybody who has but i it sounds really exciting to me
0: i mean it it is and again this is one of those now i am a a sort of a wildlife outdoorsy enthusiast Mm -hmm. don't don't make that sound like I'm i'm in any way healthy i like being shown the outdoorsies from somewhere nice indoorsies um but we visit um you kind of go up to power, power volcano uh, which actually is a 9000 foot summit we do not expect you to walk it It's absolutely fine you drive almost to the summit and then walk the last 30 minutes so that's, that's my kind better. of yeah that, that's my kind of you know uh, mountain visit um there's a visitor center which you can stay at if you're not able to do the, the kind of 30 minute walk to the summit so uh, you still get the views i mean you're you're, you're still at a, a massive height so you still get the views and everything, uh, if if you can't do that walk to the top. So we always have an option for for people. You know, we're not just gonna sort of leave them on the side of the road and say so you stay here while we walk up.
1: There. Yeah, one of the things I do know about Costa Rica, its wildlife is spectacular. Yes. yes. In its, in its range, apart from anything else, its biodiversity, which is, of course is a big th- word these days.
0: Yes, yes, it is, and it's huge. I and mean, they have all the cloud forests there, and and we kind of go to a visit visit one of them and, and they have this whole setup that you can do these sort of skywalks again at different levels of the forest so you literally go from sort of forest level and then you walk up the, these um, bridges I guess like they have this skywalk here don't they it's something similar I
1: think yeah I mean I've seen these on probably some David Attenborough program or whatever oh, sure. and it just looks like the most amazing experience it yeah, really does
0: that's it so you, you you get to see sort of mid tree level and then tree top level yeah. uh, over these cloud forests which is it's, it's phenomenal. Like you said, most of us have only ever seen that on nature programmes, and yeah. there's, there's very few people yeah. I know who have been there and done that and seen it.
1: And you don't have to be hoisted up in a sling to get there. You
0: do not have to be hoisted up in a sling.
1: Which is and a it's, bonus.
0: They make it all very manageable. You know, you don't have to be extremely fit to do this at
1: all. And what sort Which of length of a tour fast. would that be?
0: Uh, so that's 11, ni- uh, 11 nights. Um, and, you know, you visit the, the coffee plantations, which is obviously another, we, we visit a local family-owned one, and you end up having lunch there with them while you're seeing the coffee, so it's not going to some sort of big, massively farmed thing. This is a, a family-owned
1: family and that. So. I mean, that really does um, sound like the holiday of a lifetime to me.
0: I mean, it is. It absolutely is. You know, the amount of things, you get to go to these hot springs which have waterfalls, it's, it's surrounded by lush forests, And you're in the hot springs, but there's waterfalls all surrounding you. I mean, it's got absolutely everything. I
1: sure have that in Tipperary, don't they? Oh, no, they don't.
0: (laughs) Nearly, nearly. It might be a little warmer here. Yeah. (laughs) A little more lush. But, yeah, I mean, it's the end of it, because it is a very busy holiday. But if you go somewhere like that, you want to see everything there is to see while you're there. You're not likely to go back twice. So at the end, we have a couple of days just down on the beach as well to sort of yeah. relax before coming home
1: and this this sort of thing is the the, the strength of uh, group travel and particularly i guess small group travel having the local knowledge and having somebody having things organized for you so that you and you don't want to be coming home saying oh, if only i thought of doing this or doing that it's all thought of for you and it, it's yeah, on the plate as it were
0: absolutely i mean we, we spend a huge amount of time like each of these tours are months in the making you know, uh, back and forth and making sure that there's, you know, trying to make sure that there's no majorly long drives or that you're not going to be left somewhere with nothing to do. Um, you know, there's a lot of thought put into every minute of the day, making sure that whatever you do, you're getting back in time to have a relaxing dinner, but also seeing everything that you want to see and making it easy. And we use all local guides. And I know you've done plenty of podcasts and we speak about this every time, but the difference it makes to have somebody who lives there, who knows the culture, who knows the people, who knows the interesting stories to tell you and the interesting places to bring you that maybe are not on Google Maps or on... That's a big part of it because if you go somewhere and walk around and you go, well, that's lovely and that's lovely. But if you have somebody local saying, well, here's a history behind that and this family lived there and then that happened, it, it just brings it all to life.
1: Now, one um, elephant in the room, I think it's fair to call it that, uh, with uh, these long-haul trips is air travel, which, um, as we get older, becomes a bit more intimidating. What sort of um, flights are we talking about? What's it like flying long-haul? I
0: mean, it's certainly a different, uh, different kettle of fish, thankfully. Uh, you know, it's definitely more comfortable. We use the likes of Emirates, Etihad, Turkish Airlines, who are actually very, very good. Uh, The the seats are comfortable, you generally have your seat-back TVs, you know, they they, they still even have the pocket in the front of the seat that Ryanair have gotten rid of for some unknown reason. Amazing. Um, (laughs) you know, it's, you know, there's sort of meals included on on most of the the long-haul flights, and even the stopovers, you know, they're generally not very long, and the airports themselves are very good, you know, Istanbul Airport.
1: One one tends to forget that air travel can actually be quite pleasant. We're so used to flying, uh, doing short-haul air travel.
0: But no, I mean, the the long-haul airlines, you know, for anybody who's ever used them, it it is a much more pleasant experience. There is more space, there's, like I said, the the entertainment on board is actually very, very good on those flights. So, you know, you watch a couple of movies and you're there.
1: Uh, And it's a bit more like the old days when flying was actually part of the holiday rather than an ordeal you had to go through to have the holiday. Thanks to Claire for that first taste of what's new in the 2024 Travel Department catalogue which you can order on the Travel Department website that's traveldepartment.com. In our next episode we'll be talking about more highlights from the year ahead with Travel Department. Until then stay safe and happy travels. An will phone poke a new wet, will knappi no fum niece orjowet wet, niece is Faker no phone into a gwin, on sure egg darrow. And is dany, gidi gohan la glinner august taskina. tarod egen gogactina. To nismo olis egg